Make the perfect cup of coffee with Brasilia Coffee. Available in Coles and independent supermarkets across SA. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Good afternoon and welcome to the show, the start of a new week. Kimbo and the Roots with you live from Studio Lumo SA. Here at number one King William Street in the city, 20.3 degrees today. It's been a nice day. A uh, big thank you to Priscilla Coffee, Hyundai and IGA Supermarkets. How the locals like it. I'm talking about liking things. Everybody loves the Roots. He's 60 years old and three days today. <laughs> What's you? Hey. Hello, Mickey boy. How was the weekend? How was the 60th celebration? Very relaxing, Kim. Was it? Yes. Very nice. Very Did relaxing. Your, your mum or your sister cook you? Yes, we had a lovely family lunch and went on forever and ever and ever and ever. Bit of grappa? No. We didn't no. have any grappa. No. What, what did mum cook? Your mum's still actively cooking, isn't she? Oh, yes. Yeah. yes what did you have? A bit of gnocchi? No, I, no. She you can't made, eat that, can you? No, I can't. No, she did make some, well, the antipasto is the traditional thing. You yes. Know, with all yes. the sliced meats and all that, cured mm-hmm. meats. I had a lovely, mm-hmm. lovely, uh, I think you would call it a chicken broth, so to speak. Right. That's the soup of yep. the day. Mm-hmm. And they had wonderful chicken for lunch. Like so chicken broth and chicken. Yes. So it was a chicken fest. Absolutely. Oh, Mr. Ingham. Yeah, I think he's done very well out of it. Did you weekend. get any presents? Yes. What did you get? I got another watch again. Oh, Jim? did you? Lovely one. I'm Where not is it? You're going to sell one. that one off? You never no, wear them. No. Well, I'm not going to have to. <laughs> Your mum probably spent a grand on it. You've, you've flogged it off already. Down oh, cash converters. Kim, Kim. Uh, good show coming up, Roach. I think... At 3.30, we'll be joined by Chelsea Bedell. Mm. Oh, it cries. Gee, they believe that That was one. Um, frustrating. Yeah, full credit to Brisbane. Full credit. It's now 8-3, and three, their win-loss record. Yeah, they find a way, don't they, to uh, work I mean, over Adelaide? Adelaide, we're in control, 10 points up in the third. and it's oh, a few things mm. coming up, Roach, in the, uh, the good, bad and the ugly, which is on at around Ooh, 3.50. Not a big thing. Bring out your stick? Uh, it's the same in the men's. I just... Really dislike. And I know if Goody Two Shoes Bickley was here, g'day Mark, I love you. Um, he would say, we "Well, go. don't get into the ex- exclusion zone." But a fifty-meter penalty when someone's lining up for goal and they chase their player down and it did not impact on the game at all. Mm. Gimme goal. Um, yes. In the men's game, even if Brisbane got a goal like that, or sorry, if Adelaide got a goal like that, I just, mm. it's a massive penalty. I, I get it. I get it. The but girl didn't even see the girl going past yeah. her. But as Mark would say, rules are rules. It's a, They're there for a reason. It's a crapper rule. Mm. Crapper mm. rule. Uh, good, bad, and the ugly at 350. You can have a crack at that. We've got a $50 IGA voucher. Tell us what you like, what was bad, and what was ugly. Carl Viet, he was, uh, they were ugly, Adelaide United. He joins us at four. So where are they at, Roach? Has it been an aberration this start, or was that game against Sydney FC the aberration? Well, that's us, Carl, because he's got the better hit on it. But you would think with a young group, what do you get with a very, very young group, Kim, that it's new? You get a lot of energy at the beginning. You do. Then you get a lot of attention. One of them got a lot of attention last week. That was mm. the Rakunda. Yeah, I would, yeah, it would be interesting if, 
anyone wants to suggest that, like it was Western Sydney, was Western Sydney or Western United last year found out something about Adelaide at the end, and everyone copied some themes on that. Maybe Sydney football did clubs you, found. Did you get time to watch any of it, or did you see the post-match interview? No. You didn't? No. There was Why? the presser afterwards yeah. where Carl had calmed down a little bit. Okay. But, calmed uh, down. Yeah, Dom mm. Ronaldo, our good friend, his yes. son Lucas, yes. uh, you know, works for Channel 7, Lucas mm. Ronaldo. Uh, straight after the game, he was down on the pitch and uh, he posed the question about the 5-1 loss if it had uh, something to do with Irukunda being there. Here was the response. Do you think you'd struggled to cope without Nesta on the wing? That's a silly question. Hey. He's a 17-year-old kid that's missing from a game. Come on. There's 11 players out there tonight. Yeah, fair point. It was one of those orky moments. Oh, we, we, have, we have the odd orky moment, Bruce. Fairly, but that was, fairly talented player. Yeah, but if you watch it, he, he's right. One player yeah, that uh, barely started in his career most mm. games. Yeah, true. true. Um, yeah, he was a little frustrated with the yes. result, as you could understand. All right, hopefully he'll be a bit friendlier today, Bruce. Well, he's had a bit to think, time to think about it and he's got a lot of time to deal with it because they don't play until, what is it, the 26th? Because mm. of the international duty that yeah. the Socceroos have. They get a break. They've got a bit of time to work on a few things. But sometimes too much time is an enemy as well, isn't it, Ken? Uh, yes. You overthink it. it. Uh, yeah. They, um, Overanalyze it. What's that saying? <laughs> uh, they're too much... If you have too much time to think about it. Oh, I can't think of it. It's the okay. devil's playground. You know what I mean? Yeah, I uh, and at a 4.30, uh, Roach, are we talking to someone that no one knows? At what's, this what's stage. It may change next what's week. What's that mean? Well, Locke Rawlinson. Mm. Lockie. Draft prospect. Yeah, he is. He goes all right. I think he's from uh, Sturt, isn't he? Bit of a live wire. Mm. So we'll have a chat okay. to him. So good show coming up. We'd like you to be a part of it. Zero uh, four two seven one five four. One double six. If you want to send a text, what are you've you said that number for five years and you hesitated then. <laughs> I was reaching reach ah, to grab for our yes. winner of nearest the pin. Ah, now I thought we'd do that now before we go around the grounds. Mm. Uh, the question was who wins between Brisbane and Adelaide, and the tiebreaker question, and by how much, and the tiebreaker, how many disposals will Noffy have? Ebony Marinoff. I said twenty six. Reach. She had 25. You're not eligible. No. Well, what, what for? Oh, the comp. Yes. <laughs> um, no, and uh, I'm not either because uh, I picked Adelaide to win by five points. They lost by two. So we've got a new winner. Hilly from Fulham Gardens. He picked the Lions to win by seven points. And uh, Noffy to have 23. She had 25. So, uh, Hilly, you got a $50 IG. Oh, no, we went to 100, didn't we? We went to $100 IGA vouchers coming your way, thanks to IGA Supermarkets, how the locals like it. Roach, Sometimes uh, head-to-head counts can be very misleading, but as you pointed out, Brisbane's now worked its way up to eight wins, mm. three losses against Adelaide. The only club in the competition with a winning record yeah, against Adelaide. Yeah, because uh, someone had this stat at the weekend, it's 8-3 Brisbane-Adelaide, and then you have a look at Adelaide's result against the rest of the competition, they're miles ahead. Mm. Is it... Is that one a bit of an aberration too in that there's been so many tight results? There's been tight ones, but they're the two best Misleading one, that 8-3? Brisbane aren't that much better. Oh, I think, well, certainly last year they were. Yeah, last. So they they notched a couple up there. So just on that Mm. scenario, we've got Chelsea Bedell coming up very shortly. Uh, Adelaide lost by two points. They now take on Sydney, who were very impressive against the Gold Coast. And they're up. They're up and about. Oh, they are. They're playing with some passion Mm. and some verve. 
Do you like that word? Yeah. 7.15 at the Norwood Oval. If Adelaide beat Sydney, they then go to the Arden Oval the following weekend to take on North Melbourne, who absolutely belted Melbourne. All right. That was an s- extraordinary result. More on that shortly, okay, Rich. Isn't that good? Yeah, we've got a lot of people to hear from. Matthew mm. Clark, we'll hear from him. Yes. Mitch, Mitch Marsh, after his wonderful uh, ton where he played tribute to mm. his late pop. Yeah. Uh, CJ Bruton, gee, 36 has lost. Yes. WBBL strikers lost. Lightning lost. Crows lost. At least the hockey boys and girls were okay at the weekend. They, they both, won. Did they? Yeah. Oh, that's that's a high, that's a high to go to the ad yeah. break on, Roach. We're here thanks to the all-new Hyundai Kona. Imagine to be bold. Make the perfect cup of coffee with Brasilia Coffee. Available in Coles and independent supermarkets across SA. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roach. On a Monday afternoon, we love Brasilia coffee. Make the perfect cup of coffee with Brasilia coffee. We absolutely love it. There's a few variations as well, Rooch. Time to go around the grounds. Um, Leon Cameron has found a new home. Yes, and he is staying in the city of Sydney, joining the Swans as their football chief, replacing Charlie Gardner, who's wanting to return to Melbourne. Mm Mm-hmm. Hope he has some influence at AFL House too on the National Reserves because he's been strong in discussions on that recently. And Mark McVeigh, not Stuart Jew, will be taking Don Pike's seat in the coach's box with John Longmire. Well, that means they still need another coach though. Mm-hmm. Mark McVeigh was already there. Mm-hmm. So, so we got it wrong with Stuart Jew? Well, let's wait and see. Because as you well, know, we, there's we still might... some seats to fill around. Okay, the place. okay. Adelaide, you... Adelaide's had a sniff. Would he come home? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. We need some of your investigative reporting happening there, Rooch. Might ring him. That'll help. (laughs) Save him on the show. Save us guessing, as we we had the deal done, basically. Yeah, well, it made sense, didn't it? Well, I followed you in. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Well, you were were 95%. I should have. Oh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) All right. still happen. Yeah, talking of new homes, Alex Rance is back in the big time. Yes, and he's at Gold Coast. Who's at Gold Coast? Let me think. Well, who Uh, would he know there? Like called Damien Hardwick, isn't he? Ah, spot on. He'll be a leadership consultant. All right. Oh, it's good to have him back in the game. He's a, yeah, yeah, he's a big character. Yep. Uh, Roach, uh, we heard Peter Malinowskis and Andrew Dillon yesterday. Mm-hmm. They did a uh, presser talking about Gather Round. Uh, here's Peter Malinowskis. He's got the, a bit of a peacock here at the moment. He's very happy that Port and Crows have standalone games. Both South Australian teams are not participating in a double header. We think that's a step in the right direction. We would hope that both the Thursday night and Friday night clashes with Crows and Port playing... Uh, will be a sellout in their own right, which allows more fans to be able to experience the unique nature of a doubleheader. Interesting. It's funny, we walked in and we spoke about the fixturing for Gather Round, and I said to you, Rich, I'm a little underwhelmed. Mm, didn't grab me either. I'm glad that we're on didn't the same Didn't grab a few page. other people around me either. I thought there were some misses. Well, we'll get into those. Let's mm. hear from Andrew Dillon first about uh, Gather Round. So the Crows and Melbourne will open the round on Thursday night at the Adelaide Oval before Port Adelaide and Essendon play in a blockbuster Friday night clash. The Adelaide Oval will then host a doubleheader on Saturday as Fremantle and Carlton battle it out in the afternoon before the Western Bulldogs play Geelong in the evening. St Kilda face Richmond on Sunday afternoon. The action will then return to Adelaide Oval for a twilight match for the final game of Gather Round where the reigning Premier's Collingwood We'll take on Hawthorne. And there's still one big miss in all this. We've all right, been promised Barossa Valley would 
get a game, mm-hmm. and we're still waiting. 2025, they're saying. A little mm, bit of money so. to be spent there. Yep. All right, Roach, let's put our fixture in caps on. We're on the same page with this. Adelaide and Melbourne. No, they need to be Adelaide-Collingwood. Considering the form those two clubs had this year, mm. Collingwood being the Premier, Adelaide being at home, a lot of heat in the two games this year. For me, it just had to be Adelaide-Collingwood to open it. And on face value, I, I agree. We don't know the fixturing for the rest of the year. Maybe Collingwood will be over here playing Adelaide in a Friday night game, maybe. Or a Saturday night game. Yeah, but if you make gather around a big part of your fixture... Mm. It seems to right. not sit too well with Let's me. Let's quickly one. go through them then. Uh, Adelaide and Melbourne, I, I give a tick, but I agree okay. with you. If it was Collingwood, it would be yep. great. Yep. Uh, Brisbane, North Melbourne, I give a cross. Yeah, well, that's the second time that they've played each other. That yeah. needed to be mixed up. North v West Coast would have been a better mix, wouldn't it? Considering uh, yes. the history of what happened last, this and, season. And where so they're at at the moment. Yep. And we don't know. Things can change. But I don't think that's a strong game. Port Adelaide and Essendon, I give that a okay. tick. That's yeah, okay. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, next one, uh, Sydney and West Coast. Mm. No, underwhelming. Mount yeah. Barker. Yeah. So if you made West Coast North, then you release. Maybe Sydney, Brisbane would have been better, mm. Kim. So Cal- that's a, that yep. could have been fixed. Yep. yep. Carlton and Fremantle, I've got mm. a question mark. It's mm. a, a little ho-hum. I think Fremantle are going to struggle big time next year. Yeah. Western Bulldogs and Geelong, that's a tick. Uh, we go to the Sunday games, Gold Coast and GWS, that's fair enough. Uh, this is where I think there's a couple of misses. I think they've got them around the wrong way. Richmond mm. v St Kilda, I think it should be Richmond and Collingwood. Collingwood v Hawthorne, I think should be St Kilda Hawthorne. What about Richmond Carlton? So yeah, you put Collingwood would... to Adelaide and Carlton and Richmond play. Yeah, well, even, even Adelaide and Carlton perhaps would have been better. Yeah, than but we had that Melbourne. this year. Does it matter? So well, I don't mind mixing yeah. it up. But the fact that Adelaide and Carlton rarely play in Adelaide mm. probably f- fits your argument. But, look, they could have reworked that. Yeah. They could have reworked that. Well, I don't want to be negative, Nelly. No, uh, no, it's, great it's a big it's event. Yep. Yeah, I just thought there were a few games that maybe was just a little underwhelmed. So you can have your say. Uh, give us a call or send us a text, 0427154166. Gather round. Do you like the fixture? Are you happy with it? All righty, mm. it's uh, 3.21. We're here thanks to IGA Supermarkets. How the locals like it. Make the perfect cup of coffee with Brasilia Coffee. Available in Coles and independent supermarkets across SA. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. 326, we're live from Studio Lumo SA, powered by Lumo Energy, South Australia. A uh, big thank you to Brasilia Coffee. Stay grounded, make the perfect cup of coffee with Brasilia Coffee. Stack of text coming through, Roach. We pose the question, gather round, do you like the fixture? We're a little underwhelmed. Chopsy says, if you want to improve football, don't put a Dylan in charge. The other big thing about gather round, it has to leave a legacy. So what are we guaranteed 2024 and 2025, aren't we, Kim? Yep. So 2025, we, we, we must see a game in the Barossa. Well, and the facility, like facility that leaves a legacy. Hmm. Well, so, we're hearing, Peter Malinowska said 2025. We'll get hmm. him on, Roach. Another text coming through, Roach, hmm. regarding your rage. How does it feel being a sexagenarian? Yes. Roachy, you fossil-fueled legend. That's it. I'm in right. the 60s now, Kim. Uh, gather round should have been mm. Adelaide v Collingwood and Power v Carlton. Finished the round with Brisbane v GWS. Uh, v GWS from Lisa. That's good text. Mm. 
Yeah, we're a little underwhelmed by it. Uh, the VFL would never allow a blockbuster of two big Victorian clubs in Adelaide for Gather Round. They would miss out on too much money. I get that. And you know what they say, money talks and you know what walks. Yeah, I get that. Hashtag VFL. Yeah. But Adelaide Collingwood, where would you object to that? That, that had to be the opening game. Yeah, and unless they have it scheduled somewhere else. Um, Rucci should hire a chopper and attend every gather round match. Well, I don't know where that's come from, Rooch. Hey, let's quickly have a listen to uh, Matty Clark after their loss, whether he believes there were any missed opportunities. I don't think we challenged them as much as we probably could have uh, taken the ball off the line, but, um, but sometimes that's about their defensive setup, their defensive pressure as well. So I'll have to have a look back and see if there were genuine opportunities we missed or it was just a situation where a uh, good pressure team shuts down some of your ability to access the open side. All right. Hey, can we have a listen to Clarkie as well on the second chance? Yeah, well, you don't want to... I mean, obviously, we had the double chance today, so um, we won't have that next week. So we'll have to make sure we're, we're on and, and manage that, you know, manage the disappointment of today really well so that we can be really clear and focused on what we've got to do from here on in. Um, ultimately, yeah, the equation... in finals is, you know, if you finish top four, you've got to win three in a row. Would have been nice to tick one off, but we didn't. So we've got to, we've got to get that first one next week. Still in the race. Yeah. Do you think they'll win the flag? Well, I think it's much harder for them now. Much, much harder. Much harder. But they beat Sydney. I think they'll beat Sydney. Yeah, they should. They've North just get the feeling North Melbourne, they'd have a fair bit of confidence now, wouldn't they? Yes, so that's Melbourne. the game afterwards. Whoa. Well, we can ask Chelsea Bedell. She's coming yep. up next. Star defender, all-Australian defender on Kimba and the Roach. Make the perfect cup of coffee with Brasilia Coffee. Available in Coles and independent supermarkets across SA. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. On a Monday afternoon, appreciate your company and all the texts that are coming through on 0427-154-166. Well, IGA Supermarkets, it's the only place to shop, Roach, and they are great supporters of women in sport. They may be a little bit grumpy with the Crows. They're still in it, Kim. They're still in it. While then, there's then it, life, yeah. there's hope. But IGA is a national company, Roach, so they'd be very happy for the Brisbane mm. girls as well. But was, Ad- it, was it the most dramatic and intense contest we've seen in the AFLW this year. Oh, no. The qualifying been... final between Adelaide and Brisbane. Yeah, no, there's been some really this close games this year. There's been some high. beauties. Yeah, yeah, it was tense. Uh, course, let's ask um, someone that was out there, and that's a star defender for the Crows, Chelsea Bedell. Hello, Chelsea. Hello, how are you going? Not bad. Um, it was a frustrating game. I think it was an opportunity lost. Uh, what was your gut feel, and what was the reaction after the siren? Um, yeah, obviously it was a, a very hot contest. Um, we did miss a few opportunities in front of goal, but um, at the end of the day, you know, Brisbane probably played just as well as us and they probably deserved to get over the line. But obviously a lot of disappointment after the siren, but um, yeah, we'll reset and we'll go again. They certainly had a better first term than you. I thought the second and third quarters uh, Adelaide owned and perhaps could have done it a little bit better, but uh, another slow start. What's the doc got to say about that? 
Um, yeah, he didn't have a lot to say about that. Um, you know, obviously that's something that we've been trying to sort of um, work on throughout the year and we're still not quite getting it done in the first quarter, which is unfortunate. But um, obviously our, our second and third quarter was, was pretty great and, you know, we, we owned a lot of the ball and we had it in our forward line. So unfortunately we just weren't quite able to get over the line, which is unfortunate. But um, yeah, as I said, we we'll go. We earned the second chance, so we'll go again at Sydney this week. Chelsea, all year we've heard about Adelaide wanting to play with more speed, and usually speed means you're braver and you're daring. And then I read the reviews internally that you felt you were boring on Saturday. What's the difference between yeah, think... being this brave, adventurous team and then falling into this boring mode? Yeah, obviously, you know, um, finals are very hot, and that was a that was no exception. It was a very hot contest, and I think there maybe have been a couple of times that we just sort of fell into, you know, let's just get this down the line and just get it as far away from the defence as mm. possible. But I think what makes us a good team is when we, we we change lanes and we use our speed and our handball receives to sort of get the game going, which we probably didn't do enough of on the weekend. So it was 5-7, to 6-3, You went down by two points. Eloise Jones is having a real breakout season. She's always been stacked with talent, but she can do it at both ends of the ground now and kick four. That's the first AFLW player to kick four goals in a final. She was hot. Yeah, yeah, she was on. Um, yeah, um, was able to get a bit of the ball, took some good marks, and then obviously was able to convert in front of goals as well, which is... Yeah, it's really good for her. She's put in a lot of hard work over the past couple of years, so to get that sort of reward is, is really good. Uh, Chelsea Randall's a superstar of the game. She's your captain. She's one of the bravest and most courageous players. She had a role up forward. Is is that where we're going to see her play now? Um, yeah, it could be, obviously. Um, we have a few tools in defence now. That's Eric back, so um, we're pretty settled um, back there. So, yeah, hopefully we can use her sort of on the ball and, and down forward as well, just where, where the team needs her. She's sort of a, a fix-it player, um, as good as she is. So, yeah, hopefully she, we can um, find a good sort of role for her to just to, to, to strive, I suppose. Yeah, and I know she creates a lot of uh, defensive pressure up there in the forward lines, but I, yeah, you just get the feeling she could be used a little bit better. I know that's up to the coaches. Hey, um, once you licked your wounds Saturday, you had the chance to sit back and watch the Gold Coast and Sydney. Sydney were very impressive. Yeah, they have been. Yeah, they've had a, a very good year. Um, so they're definitely um, not to be underrated. So um, we'll look at them this week and then, yeah, prepare for them as well. But, yeah, they're obviously flying at the moment. So that should be another good game of footy, hopefully. Um, who gets Chloe Malloy? Like she mm. plays a little bit on ball and up forward. Uh, she is one hell of a player. Um, yeah, I think that, yeah, that's up to the coaches. But, um, yeah, we may have to do something about her. She obviously was, was very impactful on the weekend. Yeah. So... If we can limit that, then, you know, hopefully we could, that'll go a long way in beating them. So, yeah, we'll see what the coaches decide throughout the week as well. Have She's you, not short of spirit. No. Have you had to stand her before? Sorry? Have you had to stand her before? Um. Yeah, yeah. Previously, um, obviously, when she played for the Pies, yeah. um, we've played them a couple of times. So, um, yeah, we have sort of seen her a little bit, but I don't think she's quite ever played as well back there that she did um, at Sydney at the moment. So, um, yeah, she's playing really well, so we'll see what we have to do about her on the weekend. How'd you go when you stood her? Um, yeah, not too bad, I don't think. I don't know. Um, I remember the only game I really remember was the, the really rainy one, um, that final, um, where it was stormy and stuff. So um, she didn't kick any goals that game that day, I don't think. So um, I'll take that. Beautiful. Repeat of that would be nice. Chelsea, just to wing it back to <laughs> yeah, Brisbane. What is it about this rivalry mm. that produces such intense contests between the two teams? And and how do you feel now that the record is 
strongly favouring Brisbane. Does eight tell three, Rooch? Eight three. Yeah, obviously there's been you know a few scouts either way, but um, at the moment they've probably got a bit of a hold on us, um, unfortunately. Mm. But yeah, I think it's just yeah, there's just a lot more in it. I think in those sorts of games, obviously. Um, we've played them a lot of times and it's always a very close and hotly contested game. And, you know, we played in some of the big games of the year as well with obviously the, the grand final and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it just feels a bit a bit more when we play Brisbane. But, yeah, hopefully next time we can um, get them. Tell us about your fans and what they've meant to you and what you expect of them this week because this could be the last time. We think it will be the last time. No, it won't. No. Well, it's no. going to be hard to get a grand final. No, it's not. Though. No, it's not because they finished number one. It's different to the AFL I men's. I understand that. No, Roach. All they have to do is go keep winning. Oh, I know, but it's going to be a hard challenge <laughs> to get it at home. No, but it won't. Anyway. They just have to win. Then it's played at home at let's, the parade, the grand final. Let's see. How do you feel about the fans and what they're offering you at the moment? Yeah, obviously, in my opinion, I think like we have the best fans in the league. So, um, and they were big for us again on the weekend. We weren't quite able to get over the line for them, but yeah, hopefully we can we can get them out in shows again this mm. weekend and and get over the line for them. But yeah, no, they always show up for us and they're they're very loud and you know I think they really tried to bring us over the line, but we just couldn't quite get there unfortunately. But yeah, it'd be good to see a few people out there this yep. weekend as well. It was a hard loss to swallow going down by two points to your arch enemy, but you do take on Sydney Nord Oval 7.15 this Saturday. Let's hope there's a massive crowd. We wish you all the best, Charles. Thank you. Very appreciative. Thanks for having me. All right. So if they get over Sydney, Rouge, then they had to head to Arden Oval the following week North to play North Melbourne. Melbourne. That, now, that Rouge, was a good it's, result. It's different to the men's. I understand. No, that, you don't, obviously, because yeah, all they have to do is win. and then they take play. it for granted, Kim. This oh, could be you're backpedalling. You had no idea. I did. I said this could be the last time. All they've got to do is win and then it'll be played there. No, but you're taking a lot of things for granted. I'm not taking anything for granted. I'm stating the facts. Oh, you, you want me to play back what you just said earlier? I'm not talking about how the system works. I don't think you're taking it for granted oh, that they're just no, going to roll through to a GF. We've got a week and a half to go, and then we're on holidays. Fair dinkum. Awkward moment. Uh, IGA Supermarket supporting women in sport. For great saves and local faves, visit your nearest IGA. I love you. Make the perfect cup of coffee with Brasilia Coffee. Available in Coles and independent supermarkets across SA. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. We're live from Studio Lumo SA, powered by Lumo Energy SA. Good, bad and the ugly coming up very shortly. Carl Veard at four o'clock and uh, Locke Rawlinson, an AFL draft prospect from the Sturt Football Club, not far away mm. after 4.30. 19.8 degrees, text coming through. Rochi, yes. I can sense you'll become a grumpy old man in your sick Steez. And well, I may have been the grumpy one. Roach, we hugged it out in the ad break. We had a disagreement. Let's just play where we disagreed, all right? Tell us about your fans and what they've meant to you and what you expect of them this week because this could be the last time. We think it will be the last time. No, it won't. No. Well, it's no. going to be hard to get a grand final. No, it's not. Though. No, it's not because they finished number one. It's different to the AFL I men's. I understand that. No, Roach. All they have to do is go keep winning. Oh, I know, but it's going to be a hard challenge <laughs> to get it at home. No, but it anyway, won't. They just have to win. Then it's played at home at the parade, the grand final. Let's see. Could be the last time they play. No, you're saying that. You said it will be the last time. I just you did I'm say that you did about the say North that Melbourne preliminary final. You are spitting it around. I don't think no, you knew I'm that they could have a home one. Anyway, I, 
Let's yeah. not be petty. I think it's going to be very difficult against North. Well, of course it will be. It'll be difficult against Sydney. Well, I've made my call. I think that will be where well, it I ends. don't think you had. You just said it will be the last time they play there. Anyway, yeah. we'll move along, Roach, before it becomes our Talk ugly. Talk about being uh, petty. Bizarre. <laughs> now, Collingwood taking Billy Frampton last year looks mm-hmm. like a master stroke now. Yes. Looks like a master stroke. Well, at the time we thought, what are well, they seeing that we well, couldn't? It, that's well, kind, isn't it? Well, I know hey. what you're saying. But the reports are now the confirmation that Collingwood has tested Chad Wingard mm. when he is injured. And let's be kind, he's at the end of his career, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. And they've recruited Lockie Schultz. I don't get it. Well, I think he's still a very clever player in a good side. I mean, he, played, he was playing his best footy for Hawthorne for a long time when he got injured. But how do you test someone that's done their Achilles? <laughs> I mean, he can't run. Well, you, you, oh, you're a good well, swimmer. You can get... <laughs> You can get some understanding of how long he's going to be out, mm. couldn't you? All right, well, we'll keep an eye on that. Would one. you Would you pick him up if you were Collingwood? Well, it's not. You're only going to whack him on the rookie list, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I can see what you're saying. If there, you've got room, yeah, I wouldn't put a line through it. Interesting. It is. Mm. It is. Uh, yeah, Rich, you got the holsters on? I have. Yeah, I'm on in the last break. Yes. I know that. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Time for the good, the bad, and the ugly. You want to do the whistling bit? No. no, no. Um, what was your good gun from, out? Yeah, what was your good from the weekend? <laughs> well, you have to delight in what Sydney did. From yes. going from being absolutely awful last year to winning, winning a final. First final ever played in, they mm. win. But there's also a tribute that we have to make to a member of our SEN family. A member of Australian journalism, not just sports journalism, Patrick Smith. We lost him yesterday, Mm. late yesterday, 71. It is very, very difficult to just put in a few words the capacity of a man who, through many, many words, changed sport. What he did to put the racism debate in a crystallised form was just brilliant. The way in which he could make the AFL Commission shake knowing that he was about to get his laptop out, was extraordinary. Just for everyone that's not totally familiar with him and uh, the later generation or the earlier generation, um, chief sports writer, football writer uh, for The Age? He was a sports editor at The Age and then moved to The Australian at yes. the later stage of his career and had a column that you just had to read. Yeah. If, if you didn't... If you didn't get a giggle in the sense of the way in which he was presenting it, you certainly would sort of stop and go, that's a really strong point. So in your industry, not just the people that paid the money for the magazine, he was probably one of the most revered and highly regarded? Yeah, and people keep thinking about what he did in footy, but his Mm. love for horse racing and his books on horse racing, but his style of riding. Now, this is a really strong point, Kim. We have lost those riders. We've got too many stenographers now. Mm. All they have to do is transcribe a radio interview and think that's a story. Or Patrick grab, Smith grab it off could, social media. Patrick Smith could write in a way that changed sport for the better. Now, there's a bit of tape in our SEN library that just tells you how he could be very cutting. His moment with Nathan Buckley. When was this? Oh, what would it be? 2002. 2002, that long ago. So Buckley does fly. playing then, was he? Uh, or just, 
Is he just at the end of his career? Uh, no, he's still he's still around there because he's 2003 Norm Smith medalist. Yeah. Anyway, right. have a listen to Norm Smith and Nathan Buckley as you get two powerful figures. Take a scorecard as well. You've ever had to uh, tweak the truth to uh, to get a good story? No. Never. I'm offended. You're offended. <laughs> what about? Um, oh well. It's not really tweaking the truth because it, the facts were as they were. But earlier in the season, um, I had my uh, the blood rule incident with Cameron Ling, and you took a fairly strong stance at that. Well, I thought you were a very naughty boy. Well, I knew I was a naughty boy, mm. but um, you, you felt that it was a bit malicious at the time. I thought you broke a rule that players had respected for 10 years and not uh, transgressed, but you did. In the heat of the moment and all that, but I accept we all in the, do things in the heat of the moment and we ride against deadline and you do things in fierce pressure on the footy field but we still have to be responsible for those consequences. Have, uh, have you read any of my columns? Hmm. What do you think? Yes, yes. I mean everybody has to go through a cadetship. <laughs> oh. You realise they're not ghosted, it's actually now you're offending me I think that's the sad part. That it's not ghosted? Mm. That it is your work. <laughs> Look, I'm actually quite proud of it, mate. As, even though you might. No, I'm only joking. They really sing. They're, they're wonderful. I, uh, I've, do you, do you, what do you think of players that get their you, work ghosted? I am pulling your leg on that. You realise? No, I, I do that. like. No, you got me. You know when someone reverts mate. to mate, mate, they, they're on the back foot. Uh, that was quite uh, compelling. Interesting character, Patrick Smith. Now, if you played district cricket with him in Melbourne, you'd know he was tough, competitive, yeah, and probably would have written some tough columns about himself, about the way he behaved, but he mm. kept a lot of people on the straight and narrow in racing and in football and in sport in general. I like it, Roots. It's a very mm. good good. Uh, the texts are coming through. Patrick Smith was a true journalist, unlike the <laughs> junkyard dog, Rucci. That's uh, Ethel from Ethelton. Did you catch Ethel. up with her on the weekend? We did have a sip of champagne. Oh, that's amore. She eh? took off her shoes as well. Oh, smelly, smelly. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, my good is Mitchie Marsh. Uh, I thought it was a great comeback, and it was a lovely mm. tribute to yes. his late pop. Uh, so it was a wonderful ton. Uh, my good, also Brisbane, to yeah. come down here and do it again. And Adelaide were prepared. They were ready. Home ground advantage. They wanted to address the imbalance mm. in the win-loss ratio. They couldn't do it. Sydney, brilliant, as you mentioned. But talking of Adelaide, Eloise Jones, the first player, as we said to Chelsea Bedell, to kick four goals in an AFLW final. Free kick Eloise Jones, and she can tie things up with a quick response. Goal apiece in the qualifying final. Jones, open goal, can she get it there from 48? Needs it to work back, and does work back! Season in front of the sticks, and she's kicked three this afternoon. It's a three-point game. Eloise gets there first, can she turn? She can, gets a look at the goals, kicks for goal number four! Brilliant! That was a beauty, that was a kick around the body on the right boot, where she took on the defender, and uh, was about... 35 to 40 out around the body. She is a footballer. Nice she was work. brilliant. All mm. right, your bad Rooch. One of our own, Simon Hill. Oh. When have you ever heard Hindmarsh Stadium referred to as Hindi? That's what he referred to, Cooper Stadium at Hindmarsh, as Hindi at the weekend. Have we got that or not? No, he put oh. it out on social media. So it's good to be here at Hindi. 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 When, or Hindi Heidi. When's it ever been there? Yeah, I don't think that's going to float that one, no. Simon. No, that's a bad no, one. Put All that right. one away, yeah, Simon. Yeah, stop trying to be a cult figure. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, the voice of uh, soccer. He'll, he'll get uh, back to us. All right, my bad's a quickie. It's just the Crows' record now, 3-8 mm. against uh, Brisbane. Uh, but total respect for Brisbane. You're ugly. You are the defending champion of the AFLW. You are... Me? No, Melbourne. Oh, sorry. And you cannot score a goal until the last oh, quarter yeah. in your first final? You know, you know Melbourne have owned the Kangaroos, no matter how good That's they've my been. Point. And it reminded me of that the 80s, ugly. yeah, when Glenelg were doing that to North Adelaide. Then mm. all of a sudden North Adelaide said, enough's enough, and they turned it around. I think it just got to that stage for North Melbourne. I remember on Friday when we went through all the AFLW finals, yeah. the one that I thought had the most tantalising options for an upset was North Melbourne, Melbourne, but not that sort of upset. Yeah, that, that was huge. I that like was it, That extraordinary. Uh, look, my ugly, and I know I say it during the AFL men's season, uh, the exclusion zone. Mm. Now, they were, forget that it was for Adelaide. If it had happened, didn't matter who it happened to. Uh, we talk about it in the men's game. 50-metre penalty was given when Davidson was lining up for a goal for Brisbane. She was about 40 out. She's going back for a shot. She's not looking left. She's not looking right. And I apologise if I get this wrong, but I think it was the Irish girl from Adelaide, Yvonne Bonner, uh, may have been the player. Um, we did ask Chelsea off-air if she knew who it was, and they still weren't sure. But apparently, and look, You'd think she must have done it. I don't know. Goody, shoe, goody two shoes, Mark Bickley will say the rule's the rule. And it is. But it's a silly rule. It's a silly rule. She follows her player down. She yeah. doesn't impact on the person with the football whatsoever. It's, it's a big penalty route. I think it's a blight on the game. It's a little bit ugly. They'll argue that they brought it in to, as they say, keep the angles open because mm. that's what they discovered that. Going yep. inside on a 45-degree angle is the most powerful angle, they say. Yep, yep. It's loading up. So she was going to kick it outside 50 to someone else, was she? Oh, we've seen it, Kim. <laughs> I've seen Not it. it. All right, that's the good, bad, the ugly. You can have a crack at that if you want a $50 IGA voucher. Hey, Rich, just quickly, let's have a listen to uh, Mitch Marsh. We did talk about mm. the fact that that was a lovely comeback by him. He says he's going to be very aggressive when he takes on South Africa, Africa on Thursday. Who gets dropped? We'll talk about that oh. shortly. Here's Mitchie. Really excited. Semi-finals. I think you look back to the start of the World Cup and um, nine one-day games seems like a long way away. And, um, you know, with the amount of improvement with all cricket teams around the world, there's been not one easy game. So um, to get to the semi-finals is great. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're very excited about what lies ahead and the challenge that's um, ahead of us. I read Daniel Cherney, who we have on the show a little bit. He's over there. He believes Marnus Labashane will make way. And yet over the weekend, there was a lot of talk about he should stay on the side because of what he offers in the field. Yes, he had a day out in the field. Uh, he was instrumental in two runouts. Mm, which shouldn't be underestimated, Kim. He or Stoinis. I would go Stoinis. So India-New Zealand, first final, mm. semi-final. Australia-South Africa, the second semi-final. On Thursday. Nice mix, those. Where did England finish as the defending champ? Oh, no longer um, is defending. Where did they hang on? I've a look. Did they, <laughs> they, they, they got, got off the, the bottom. Yeah, they, they, off they the had bottom. a win, yeah. yeah. Did they finish seventh or not? Yeah, they would have been seventh, yeah. Oh, I'd have to have a look. Sorry, yeah, that's Surely a, they're seventh. Very bad on They, they weren't going to fall out of the top seven. So they make the champions trophy. Oh, They've had a moral victory. That's they the go to thing. the next tournament. Uh, this a text, oh. text coming through. Chad Wingard wouldn't beat you in a race, uh, Roach. I, I think he would. Well, Collingwood. Don't do foolish things, clearly. 
But I'm intrigued as to why they see yeah, picking up a player who's not going to be available for the first half of the year helps them. Here's another one. We're talking about Adelaide's chances. This is the uh, AFLW. I think Adelaide a better place to win the flag now. Let Ooh. another team beat the Lions in the prelim and the Crows have every other team's measure. That's from Will. Uh, it's a tougher competition. Oh, now, it Kim. is. Come on. Yeah, it's no, much I, tougher competition. I agree. I was very impressed with which we Which we say... All good to that thought as well. Yeah. We don't yeah, want it to be definitely a growing between two Still and frustrating. Uh, still don't hit enough targets with their handball and handball behind and handball to pe- people in the wrong position. Ah, just, there's a new generation coming through, Kim. You've just got to accept it. It's, mm. it's improved enormously yes. over the last seven seasons. Yes. All right, Perth Glory. Uh, sale has fallen through just days before the formal takeover was due to commence. Oh, what a surprise. Ooh, interesting. Are you nervous? Calviert. I don't want you asking any silly questions. No, I'm, I'm going to ask him about that <laughs> question. From young, young Ronaldo. Ooh. All right, Calviert coming up next. Make the perfect cup of coffee with Brasilia Coffee. Available in Coles and independent supermarkets across SA. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. On a Monday afternoon, appreciate your company. We're here thanks to IGA Supermarkets. How the locals like it and Brasilia Coffee. Make the perfect cup of coffee with Brasilia Coffee. Just a reminder, at 4.30, we'll be talking to a young draft hopeful from the Sturt Football Club, Locke Rawlinson. And, of course, Roach, the draft takes place... November 2021, next so, week. Next Monday and Tuesday. Wow, that's coming up quick on our calendar, isn't it? Yeah, then on the Wednesday is the rookie draft. All right, Adelaide silly United. rookie draft. Yes, mm. and all for some. Adelaide United went down 5-1 to Sydney FC on the weekend at Highmarsh Stadium. The coach was a little bit frosty post-match. He was on the pitch and young Lucas Ronaldo asked this question. Do you think you struggled to cope without Nesta on the wing? That's a silly question. He's a 17-year-old kid that's missing from a game. Come on, there's 11 players out there tonight. Wow. I remember the great Robert Lipside, who was one of the greatest writers in New York, went to Malcolm X to ask about Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. Got the same response, to which Robert said, there is no such thing as a stupid question, only stupid answers. Oh, well, that's coming from a journalist. I'm not <laughs> going to be asking any questions to our oh, next guest. Oh, he's nervous. <laughs> For fear of getting a rocket, Adelaide United coach Carl Viet joins us. Hello, Carl. Afternoon, boys. Oh, hey, Carl. Yes. Uh, how, was, how, how was young Lucas after that little encounter? <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he's. Uh, I'm sure he's good. I'm sure his dad would have bloody loved it. Hey, five-one uh, loss to Sydney FC. Mm. You're down two-nil after the first fifteen minutes. How does that change the psyche of what you're doing and the players as well when you're down so far so early? Yeah, it, it's a difficult one, um, and you know, I suppose. Going into the game, we knew um, Sydney would come out strong, you know, with with them having a new coach, and we just didn't um, didn't deal with it. And then um, our boys sort of retreated into their shells a little bit and, and made it very difficult for ourselves. How uncertain was Sydney? What did you sort of detect from the sideline? Is it mm, new coach, new themes? That was it that dramatic in their change or not? Um, it was just their intensity. They their okay. intensity was um, yeah very high. From what, what it had been, and um, it's just I, I suppose now it's up to their their playing group to to maintain that. So, Carl, you sit back now a couple of days uh, after the game. Uh, statistically, you had a lot more possession. Mm. 
He had plenty of shots at goal, 17 to 20. Uh, where did it go wrong? Um, yeah, we just, as I said, um, Sydney pressed us very well and, and we were very aggressive with our pressing and mm. we just didn't um, provide enough options for our ball carrier um, and we just didn't get to, to play our game style that we we normally play and, and we just didn't um, find a solution for that. Carl, there's a long gap because of the international duty this weekend towards mm. your next game. Is it too much time? Is it if you too much to analyse or too much to wait to see how your players react? Um, no, I'm sure the players would better get straight back out there so they can put that um, performance part um, past them. But um, look, it, one one game, you know, doesn't um, really matter. That you know, the next day we, you know, we move on and and keep building our team for the, you know, to, to win the, the season. As a coach, Carl, like we're only four games into the season, so it's very hard to get a feel for where you are in the mm. competition. And they played some of the best teams going around as well. Exactly. So do you have a feel for where you are in the competition at the moment, or is it too early? Because it's a long season. Yeah, it's a long season. It's a bit early at the moment. And I think, um, you know, I think Friday night was a perfect um, for us to show that if we don't play um, at the top of our game, mm. um, we can get beaten. And any team that is on the top of their game, you know, will make it very difficult. And, you know, um, Sydney were a perfect case on that on um, Friday night there. They've got a lot of good players there. And, you know, for some reason they weren't gelling. And, and Friday night, on Saturday night, they, they certainly did. Mm. Carl, the feedback from the players, what have you asked of them? Yeah, look, they're disappointed. Um, you know, um, you know, we had a, a similar performance in, in the cup at the in preseason, and, yep. and the boys responded really well after that. Um, and so, I'm, I'm sure we'll get the same response out of the playing group. And you know, it was it was very similar. It was a very similar game, and and it was the same issues um, that we sort of had in that game and that day night. So um, it's just you know, sometimes we're going to get this with, with some of the younger players in our in our team that. Um, you know, are going to have those fluctuations of, of mm. confidence and, and performance. Uh, it was a fair response to the question. Uh, I understand where you're coming from regarding young Irakunda, but uh, how, how is he after that, Carl, and, and the treatment that he got in that game? Do you think the treatment he got in that game was fair enough? Uh, it's a big boy's sport, and does he just need to um, cope with it better? Yeah, look, look we're, we're um, working with Nesta to, to improve that side of his game. Um, because he is targeted in every game, oh, mm. and he's um, you know he he has his moments you know like you know most um, teenagers where they can can cope with it, and then they have their moments when when it, it sort of gets a bit too much. So um, we're still working with him, he, you know, trying to help him um, develop tools to deal with with um, situations like that. Irakunda is an interesting talent on the park, also offered at the moment. What have you made of, and this is where we live in a world whereby you need to triple check everything, but is there an in-principle agreement with Bayern Munich to have him play in Europe at some stage this year or next year? Um, look, next is with us to the end of the season. Um, he can't move mm. anywhere until after his 18th birthday and he doesn't turn 18 until um, next February, which then... His outside um, transfer window, so yeah. Nesta's definitely with us for the end of the season, and then you know, um, you know, um, you know, the club has been dealing with um, one particular club, and you know, 
then they, he'll most probably move on to that club, um, you know, next season. Yeah, and, okay, uh, so it has some validity that he does have an interest from a European club. Um, yeah, look, he's had, we've had, um, I think nearly every club in Europe has contacted us <laughs> over the last twelve months regarding Nesta. Um, so it has been a has been a very long process that um, Nesta has been going through as well, which has put a lot of stress mm. on, on on the young player as well. So is it Bayern Munich? Can we ask that? Um, look, I'm pretty sure that there's something going to be announced this week. Um, so we'll just have to wait and see. Okay, lucky young man. <laughs> if you read some of the reports, a rich young man too. Yeah, um, good luck to you. So him. your next game, Carl, as Rich said, is not till no, uh, Sunday the 26th when you take on Western United at uh, Mars Stadium. Uh, you're going to change things up a little bit? Do the boys get a break or not? Or it's a uh, foot on the pedal? Um, yeah, look, um, we'll train as normal this week. Um, we'll give them a couple of days off next weekend and then um, really focus um, Western United next next Monday um, and have the whole week focused there. This week it's, um, you know, more focusing on, on, on our game style to make sure that, um, you know, especially if teams are going to be pressing us out aggressively, we need to find um, better solutions. All right, we can't wait for the next appearance against Western United on the 26th yes. of November. Carl, really appreciate your time. Not a problem, guys. Thanks for having me. There is uh, Carl Viet. <laughs> it's, uh, it's funny. That'll be a great learning experience for Lucas. Ronaldo, yeah, you got to ask the questions. Yeah, I, know, I know I've told yeah. the story before once. I went one too many with the late and great Teddy Whitten. Absolutely shit myself, Rich. He came back at me that hard, <laughs> and and then we had to go to an ad break, so I couldn't explain myself. Um, but I had my moment with Jack Odie once. Oh, and it man, a, no he man, a few words all, too. Yes. He made made me wait forever, but I was persistent. I wasn't going anywhere till he moved. Is Adelaide Oval moved past me? Politely asked. He said, did you see the game, young man? I said, yes, I did. Well, you don't need to ask me anything. And off he went. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, the good old days. Yeah. All righty. We need to get into a break, Reach. Uh, just a reminder, Locke Rawlinson coming up after 4.30 and more of your texts. And, and there's a few... Good, bad and uglies coming through. But I just get the feeling I need to pre-read them, Roach. We're here thanks to IGA Ooh. Supermarkets. How the locals like it. Make the perfect cup of coffee with Brasilia Coffee. Available in Coles and independent supermarkets across SA. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roach. 17 on a Monday afternoon, we're live from Studio Lumo SA, powered by Lumo Energy, and we're here with a big thanks to IGA Supermarkets. Hey, Root, you've got a unmissable moment coming up, thanks to Drinkwise. Thank you, you're on your game today, love this you. This one's a very good one too. Is it? Yeah. I liked it, I saw it happen. A bit of spirit, not mm. that I'm taking a pun on drinking there, spirit. See, spirit drink. Well, I don't drink think wise. anyone was even thinking oh, that way. Kim, the way things are going in this world today, you could say the most... Well, you did say that Adelaide, Most, um, Adelaide couldn't play the grand final. You I did say think, that. I yeah. Rich, there, here's another one. I had to go 95% on this. 95%. It's a scary number now because of what you've done to it. Right. Every time you've gone 95%, something's going to happen. Right. It doesn't happen. Mm. Here's a text. Kimbo and Rooch. Connor Rosie will be the captain of Port next year. He has been asked to think long and hard about it and will say yes, pending what the players want. Now, that's an anonymous text. They've done it there, and they say, take it to the bank. Now, this is what I've been hearing for a couple of months, Rooch. Well, 
I would be voting for Ollie Wines. Um, you'll get outvoted. Okay. I'm that confident on this mm. that I'm you're, you're down to 13 coffees because you bought three on Friday. <laughs> Hello. I'm happy to put four on it to get you down to single figures if I'm wrong. Four? Mm. If you're wrong. Yep. But then you go up to 17. I'm not giving you any more freebies. Yeah, but this is... This is an opinion-based call, this one. I'm not saying what's going to be no, right. No, it's or not opinion-based. It's based on knowledge, mine right. is. Well, my opinion is Ollie Wine should remain captain. Yeah. Well, he's not captain now. Well, he should become captain. Mm. All right. I like that text. I genuinely believe Connor Rosie will be the captain of Port mm. Adelaide next year. Oh, well. we'll um, see. We've had the good, the bad, and the ugly. A bad has come through. The fact that Rucci made it the 60 without being deported. Why would you get deported? deported twice elsewhere. Were you? Yeah, deported from the US. Wrong visa. What, just a clerical error? Uh, no, or were yeah. you, was that no, when you were working with your, uh, no. your underworld figures, Rich? No, no. No? No, and deported from Japan once. But we won't go there. Well, we yeah. will. No, we, we won't. Will. What did you do? Nothing. I did absolutely nothing Well, why would you get wrong. deported? Were you handcuffed? No, it was. A, I went through a wrong barrier at the airport, so then they had to technically deport me to get me out again. You went through a wrong barrier. Yeah. Oh, you were trying to go into the, the lane for the strip search, were you? <laughs> it's a bit more complicated than that. Here's a text. All right, Roach, I'll find out more. You've never told me that story. That's not a big story. Oh, I think being deported from Japan is. No. Um, here's it's a, a good mark on the passport, though. This is a good text. I feel Doc Clark was outcoached. Mm. Brisbane played a pagan paddock-style game, and the Crows were beaten for pace on a few occasions. That, that is a fact. Well, you know what's good about that? Not as good for Doc Clark. Mm. But the fact that we can get a tactical game now and AFLW tells you it's progressing significantly. Definitely. Mm. Here's a good, bad and the ugly before we go to a break. I haven't pre-read this. It's from Arthur in Harndorf. He's Hello. normally pretty good. Uh, the good, Redbacks win from the dead. Yeah, yes, that was, that was brilliant. Yeah, that was last Friday. Uh, the bad, Adelaide United, three zip after 20 minutes. Yeah, mm. definitely. Ugly. My liver next April after Gather Round and then the Live Golf from Arthur in Harndorf. Yes, a big April for Adelaide, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's great it's... when uh, Adelaide's up and about. Ollie Wines will be lucky to hold his spot, Rucci, you big Sid Chrome spanner. That's a bit harsh. Mm, that's from uh, Chopsy. Alrighty, 421, Rooch. We've got your unmissable moment yes. coming up. It's an absolute cracker. Make the perfect cup of coffee with Brasilia Coffee. Available in Coles and independent supermarkets across SA. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Nearly 4.27, IGA Supermarkets proudly supporting inclusive sport. Currently 20.5 degrees outside in little old Adelaide. Uh, Roots, interesting text here. I think we both know the answer. If Fisher Mackesee gets picked up by a Victorian club, do the Crows get any compensation? Seems like they should. That's from Matt the Hand in Brisbane. Well, he's not on Adelaide's list anymore, is he? Nope. So that's it. He's a free agent. You get nothing for them. I wonder if he will get picked up. Who's having a sniff around there? Someone will whack him on a rookie list if he's keen to go. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. I mean, he did. Yeah, yeah, it was interesting how he left the game, saying that there wasn't that passion for it. Mm. Um, you never really lose your love for the game, do you? No, I think you Pick can, number right? six he was. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Brady Boy. Uh, I knew we'd smoke him out here. We're talking about the captain at Port Adelaide. G'day, guys. My ideal leadership group would be Mars Bergman, captain. 
Dan Houston, vice-captain, and Aaliyah Lear, deputy vice-captain. I would leave the young guns, Rosie Butters and Jason Horn Francis, to just rip it up out of the centre for five years until they're older. I mean, isn't that just common sense stuff? Don't put too much pressure on young players playing well because then they might not play as well. Hello, with a bit of sarcasm. They're his words. I get that. Uh, It's a fair philosophy, but some people embrace Hayden Button. Leadership. Junior yep. at 17. They grow Captain another coach leg. Of Norwood. Yeah, 17. Wow. It's ridiculous. Stephen Kernahan yes. at a young age at yeah. uh, Carlton. All right. Mm. So uh, I appreciate where you're coming from there, Breddy, but I, I, I think he's ready and I think he'll go to another level. Time for uh, this week's unmissable moment. Uh, thanks to Drinkwise, you won't miss a moment if you drink wise. Well, Chloe Malloy, who we spoke about earlier, about her time at Collingwood, now with Sydney, will be here at Nord Oval Ooh, with the Swans. She's good, Rich. Play Adelaide. She can hear what people are saying about her in the crowd, and considering there was one very vocal fan at the Gold Coast game saying that she would miss when she was in an unmissable mode, this is what she had to say about the whole moment at the weekend. Now on that, there was a very um, interesting celebration, Chloe. Two, four, six, eight, you can't kick straight is what I heard in the grandstand. And I'm guessing that that's what you heard when you did kick straight. You gave the finger language back. Is that what you heard? I did. I heard a 2468 from the crowd. And to be fair, like, credit to Gold Coast getting the crowd out here and um, to be able to play in a, in a crowd, like, the noise that was out there. Like, I don't know, it's part of footy. I, I kind of love that edge of it. And, um, yeah, I think I used a bit of motivation. And, yeah, why not be a bit cheeky when you can? Yes, <laughs> yes. The two. Was that two or was that... Mm, she did know. a two, she did a four, she did a six, and she did an eight. Roach, that's all something we else at the end of it. Yeah, it was a great yes. celebration. It was a beautiful kick as well. All righty, coming up to the 4.30 news. On the other side, we'll talk to a young draft hopeful from the Sturt Footy Club, Lockie Rawlinson. Make the perfect cup of coffee with Brasilia Coffee. Available in Coles and independent supermarkets across SA. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Appreciate your company and the support we get from Hyundai, the all-new Hyundai Kona. Imagine to be bold. Uh, Currently 20.9 degrees outside, just waiting to get young Lockie Rawlinson from the Sturt Football Club up. We can't get him at the moment. He might be on the dog and bone route. Gives us an opportunity, though, to hear from Andrew Dillon when he spoke yesterday. We heard him earlier about Gather Round. Uh, Mm. This is he talking about the conversations he's had with the Crows, and can I just say regarding their fixturing, now they're meant to be getting a bit of a leg up because of the stuff up in the Sydney game. Surely not. The way in oh, which no, I agree they with were you. I a high-scoring team last year, competitive, put on some of the best entertainment in terms of pure football. Yep. I mean, just they because... They were entitled a... to that anyway. Yeah. yeah the it, notion it's... that all of a sudden, oh... It was a shocking, shocking moment at Adelaide. Let's not kid ourselves. But how many teams had that some not, issues this exactly. last year? It should not impact on the draw. Good luck and, and never should it, getting it. Never. We have enough compromises in that fixture hey, as it is. We've got Lockie there, but we'll mm. hear from Andrew Dillon on that. 
look, we had conversations with the Crows about that and, um, you know, the way that, you know, from John Olsen to Tim Silvers and Matthew Nixon, the way that the club handled that was um, you know, a real credit to them. Um, the, the fixture that the Crows get or don't get, that'll, that'll stand on its own two feet. They've um, they had a really good season. They've got a great young list and, and I think they play a really good brand of football. That's Spot it. on. You can't That's all get, it you, needs. You cannot get a favourable draw because of an umpiring decision. No. Fair dinkum. You miss a goal from five metres out. All righty, Roach, next Monday it all starts, the AFL National Draft. It's get your on, popcorn ready. Yeah, it's on Monday and Tuesday. Then the rookie draft is on the Wednesday. Ooh. And we're about to chat to a young lad from the Sturt Footy Club that would perhaps be feeling a little bit nervous about Ooh. the draft. Locke Rawlinson joins us now. Hello, Lockie. Hey, guys. How are you going? Yeah, good. Thanks for doing this. Is this your first radio interview or are you a pro? Mm. No, this is my first one. Is so, it? Hey, yeah. we got a virgin. You yeah, beauty. <laughs> yeah. well, I'm, I'm glad you're doing it on us, all right? Hello. <laughs> hey, um, tell Hello. us a little bit about yourself. Football's always been your number one love. Yeah, yeah. Ever since probably about five years old when I started playing under eights at Mount Lossy. Um, yeah, always been kind of the dream to get to the AFL. So it is kind of weird that it's kind of leading up to this moment next week. So, no, very exciting though also. All right. And uh, who did you barrack for growing up in the AFL? Um, I've, always been a, I've always been a Geelong supporter. Um, no real reason why. Just when I was a little kid, they were kind of the team that I was just drawn towards. So... Yeah, where's the drawing, man? What, nothing to do with mum or dad, no family connection, just like the colours? What was wrong with Port or the Crows? Nah, no, nah, there's no no connection, nothing. I just really liked the mascot back when I was probably four or five, so just stuck with it ever since then. Um, but nah, my parents, um, dad, was never, dad never really knew about footy because he's from New South Wales, so oh. he didn't really know about it till I started playing, and um, yeah, mum... Mum wasn't really too into it either. So. Well, oh, gee, the marketing yeah. departments at every AFL club are now going to look at their mascots, aren't they? Yeah, influencing. You know, yeah, <laughs> get, get Teletubbies. Um, <laughs> are you, who's got the sporting genes in the family, though? Did you get it from your mum or your dad, or are you a bit of a freak um, Probably a bit of, bit of both, I'd say. But Dad was a, dad was a pretty good um, rugby player, um, and he was also quite a good cricketer. So probably... Probably a bit from him, um, but mum was also pretty athletic. She did a bit of running as well, so mm. you know, right. a mixture of both, I'd say. Well, we've read a bit about you, Lockie. We won't worry about what Ben Williams, player manager, says. I've known Benny for years because he manages you, so it's always <laughs> going to be good, isn't it? But this is interesting. Yeah. From the Sturt Footy Club, Chris Trapp, your footy manager, says this is regarding you. He's looming as our best draft hope. There's been a fair bit of interest in him from the AFL clubs because of the way he plays and his AFL attributes with his speed, agility, competitiveness, work rate and ability to hit the scoreboard. Is that accurate? Um, yeah, I'd probably say there was kind of few of my strengths. I'd, I'd probably say I'd agree, yeah. So describe your game in your words. Um, I'd probably say I'm a quick player who tries to um, kind of swoop on loose balls and kind of make things happen um, going forward um, and also someone that kind of works hard both ways, um, isn't just worried about the offensive side of the game, also wants to impact on defence and do things that are going to help team success. Is there anyone you style your game on? Um, probably this year being a high half forward, I watched a bit of what Cade Chandler did for Melbourne. Um, mm. yep. Quite like the way he played. And then... Um, someone who I've always liked is Connor Rosie just because of how quick and how clean he is and how every time he gets the footy, oh. he looks to move forward um, and drive his legs. And what Probably about his one. dancing feet? Have you got good lateral movement? 
Yeah, I try my best. Yeah, but probably nowhere near as good as him, but hopefully one day well, get to that yet. kind of level. All right, let's get into the nitty-gritty. Yeah. How many AFL clubs have spoken to you? Um, I've probably had six or seven, six or seven or so, something like that. All so, right, can you yeah. name them? Uh, probably not, no. Okay. Probably can't disclose. Have you spoken to anyone locally? Uh, yeah, I have. Okay, one or two? <laughs> Just one. <laughs> Well, right, considering we, one's we got, got draft pick 73, <laughs> it's not that hard, Kim. Why? Well, well he could go there. I don't and think you'd be hanging around at 73. Be, you know, you wouldn't be expecting to be still there at 73, would you, Locke? Oh, I, I'm not sure. I'm kind of still of the, of the kind of um, thing that it could happen, it could not. I've just got to mm. wait and see, and I'll never really know until it does or it doesn't. Until it's so cold out. Of, so, so when did you yeah. feel that this, this was... I mean, everyone talks now about it almost being a career path. When did you sense the opportunity was there with the way your football was developing? Um, probably not till kind of halfway through this year, to be honest, okay. just because I missed, I missed last year with injury and I was a bit in and out. So um, it was kind of this year when I started playing some good footy and was included in the state team that mm. I kind of thought that it could be, could be a possibility because it was always the dream, but it was just whether or not. Um, I could get there, and I obviously knew I was going to work work hard. So I feel like it started to pay off yeah. halfway through the year, and I was yeah, I started to think that it could possibly happen. And just on Port Adelaide, Roach, you may be able to trade up a little bit and go a little bit high, but I think there's only about sixty five players that will probably go. So we're hoping Lockie goes. Trade big. up, trade up with what? Well, haven't got much next year either, you, Kim. You can do a little bit of business. Wow, it's going to be hard for him. Anyway, we'll see. Where will you be watching it? Mm. Um, I'll just be at home, I think, with my family. Uh, just probably, you know, my two brothers and mum and dad, most likely. All right. And uh, what what are you doing now, Lockie? Have you got uh, school studies? You're working? What's happening now in your life? Yeah, I'm just finishing year 12 now. So I've had four out of my five exams. So Ooh. I've got one on Friday and then I'm done. So, yeah. And- Easy. It, it's uh, it's it's a big thing because uh, it'd be life changing. So the people they get advice from, and people like Benny Williams, who's a very good operator, the disappointment of not being drafted is is, is real, and it's it's huge for a lot of players. But so many players now get picked up after the draft. Are you prepared for that to happen? Yeah, hundred percent. I yeah. think I've always been of of the mindset it could happen, it could not, and if it doesn't happen, then. Um, it's still a good outcome because I'll be able to go back to Sturt and really knuckle down, um, try my best to try and get a league game or something like that. And then all, there's always kind of other, other avenues um, to get through, um, whether that's a mid-season or a rookie draft. Like mm. There's so many different ways and, these and days to get involved. So. Well, she wouldn't want it, uh, another year to fatten up a little bit because you're only a whippet. You're seven, 72 kilos, is that right? Yeah, that's 72, 73 around there. Blow away on a windy day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Does moving interstate cause you any uh, anxiety, or it's not a problem? Nah, not a problem. I think I'd love it to be honest. I think it'd be such a cool experience. I'm very, very ready to kind of for the independence that would come with really? it. Really, mum and dad are annoying the hell out of you, and your siblings giving you the irrits, are they? So you're ready to move out? Oh <laughs> no, they're all good. I'm just ready. I think. I think dad's probably not too fast. Mum's probably a bit like Usual wants way. me to stay home, but. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. So, like, who have you leaned on that Sturt as a mentor or to get advice as to how this all plays out from here on? Um, obviously, 
coach this year, Paulie Scott, the under-18s coach, he was really good um, with everything. Um, talent manager, Scotty Preble, he was really good. And then at school, I had a few people as well that helped me out. Mm. Um, Michael Higgs, who used to work at Sturt as well, um, he helped me out a fair bit. And obviously David Odie is another one that's really good to lean on for some advice. And uh, Marty Matner has nothing to do with you? No, I've had a, I had a bit to do with Marty throughout the year. Yeah. Um, didn't train with the seniors over the pre-season, though, so I didn't have as much to do with him as some of the other boys. But, um, no, nah, he definitely always... He'd come to our games quite often. Well, and I remember a few times him coming to the bench and he helped me out. So mm. Oh, good. cool. He's a good man. Well, Lockie, yeah. we wish you all the best. We'll be watching with uh, great interest on Monday and Tuesday, and uh, we sincerely hope that you get picked up and uh, then we can have a chat to you again uh, and you can have your second radio interview. Yes. Thank you very much, guys. I appreciate you having me on. Hey, we're giving you a strong eight and a half, too, for your interview. Well done. Very polished. Yes, awesome. very Thank polished. You. Very Thank polished. You. Good on you, Lockie. Good luck. Uh, he's quick, Rooch. Not a lot of him. 177 centimetres and 69 kgs. Oh, hang on. What are hang you on, he's put on three. <laughs> no, I've no, got no, 178, look. 72. Well, hang on. 178 and 72. Yeah. Then I'm looking at this one. This oh, was... no wonder the book always goes wrong. No, this There's came different out numbers earlier. everywhere. You know, I should no. have asked him. He just had a roast. On that oh, is that one. what happened on the weekend? <laughs> yeah. okay. they, they fattened him up a little bit. Uh, yeah, Rich. it's a tough time, isn't it? You've got to go through those school exams. At least they're mm. out of the way by the weekend, so you can... Relax a bit then, and then you go through the th- nervous moment, biting your fingernails, knowing which club's going to call me. Where probably, am I going? Yeah, you probably going. should give him a nine out of ten for that. Right. And what would we rate ourselves for that? A six. Yeah, well, I had a brain fade. I forgot one of my questions. It was <laughs> awkward right. silence. Right. Uh, brain fades, 36ers. Um, mm. CJ Bruton spoke after their uh, loss, Roach. Uh, they're getting yes. themselves in games. They're fairly inconsistent at times. Yeah, they are. Yeah. And they're without one of their stars, Trey Kelt. Like anything, you, you want everyone to play, but it's, only, it's, it's not an excuse. It's just more of next man standing. And again, this is where you see the likes of Nick Marshall and, and other guys getting an opportunity. And it's like, well, there's minutes there uh, for a guy who's been dominant for us and while you don't get it out of one guy you need to get out of everybody and uh, dig a little deeper in little spots but everyone had their little cameo which was great to see um, So the mm. Jack Jumpers we know they're going to be around the yep. mark uh, but CJ wasn't happened. happy he said uh, we can't have a show like that even though there's a crowd and there's fans here they want, they're excited to see you get a look and you're excited to get a shot and an open look Obviously, guys have got to continue to knock those down, so we, we need to continue to work on that and get better and clearly not have a, a show like that again. As we said on Friday, the home games are the ones that they could not afford to drop. So where are they now on the ladder? Uh, where have I got it, Rich? They, 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 look, they're down, they're well down, down, well yeah. down the bottom. Hey, Brett, he's come back for a second serve, right, talking about the captain of Port Adelaide. Yeah. He says from Brett, don't forget though, Kimbo, it was easy for Kernahan to be a captain of a big Victorian club at a young age because he was a big dominating forward with lots of experience from the Sandful tough glory days. Port's young guns should be left to just play good footy until they're mentally mature and season hardened in a few years. And I think Miles Bergman is a fresh, no-nonsense, big-bodied player that leads by example and actions that would be a great fit as captain. You're defeating your own argument here. Yeah, you are. Uh, that's what Port should be thinking and not interrupting young stars. Well, hang on, Bergman's the same Bergman's age. Bergman's very young. Yep. <laughs> He's young. Uh, yeah, would not be having him as and a the, captain. And the role of a captain is so much more than what you do on match day. Yeah. And much, much hey, more. Hey, let's not forget, how, how many years has he had in the system? Miles? No. 
Connor Rosie. It's not like he's a second-year player. No, no, he's been What's there. He had? Been five? There five now, yeah. Yeah, so he's had a fair introduction. Hey, we got... Yeah, <laughs> what's happened there? Oh, I thought we had someone had an answer why you were deported from Japan. No, that's a long story. Is it? Yeah. Well, we got time, Roach. No, the people don't want to be bored with that. Well, I don't think they'd find it boring it if you got up with very some boring. No, I just went through the wrong channel and finished up somewhere where in the end, through their mm. technicality and their bureaucracies, they had to deport me so then I would be back in the airport on the right side. Right. So was it a deportation or was it just yeah, a... Yeah, it says on, it says on the... It's an old passport. I could dig Did that it out. stop you from travelling for a while? No, they couldn't wait to get rid of me and send me to Korea. What did you go to Korea for? There was an Olympic Games on. Oh, right. You've had a good life, Rich. Thank hey, you. on the show tomorrow, Lauren Arnell will join us. Talk yes. about uh, port season. Yes. They've had their best, best and fairest. Abby uh, yeah, yeah, Annie sent a text mm. through. Saying, well done, uh, Abby. Yeah, Annie said her good is my good, good, good. Congratulations to our Abby Dowrick mm. on her first best and fairest. Outstanding season she had after a tumultuous off-season. An absolute pleasure to watch with her explosive clearance work and long kicking. Way to go, Abs. Yeah. Have you mentioned this on today's show? Just then, Annie. Yes. So Lauren Arnell tomorrow, Jake Lehman, captain of the Redbacks. What a great win that was last week. And one of our favourites, Amanda Jade Wellington. They play their next game on Wednesday. So good show coming up. Mm. Uh, Roach, I think this is worth having a listen to, yes. given that Mitch Marsh, captain of our one-day international side at the World Cup. Had a tough week too. Yeah, had to fly back to Australia for the passing of his grandfather, his pop. Uh, then came back, comes into the side and smashes 177. What a great let's, dedication. Eh? Let's have a listen. Into the gap, a hundred for Mitch Marsh, a fine knock. His second ton of this World Cup. Teammates are on their feet, crowd are on their feet, and the big boy from Western Australia has done a fine job for his country. That's gone. Lofted away over square leg. A ninth six for Mitch Marsh. Yeah, it feels great. Um, probably had a few games in the middle of the tournament where I lost my intent, so... Um, yeah, it's really good to sort of learn quickly and back myself. I'm probably going to fail a few times, but um, yeah, hopefully I come up more than I don't. I'm sure my nana and mum and all the family will be watching at home, so hopefully it's put a smile on their face. Um, yeah, my pop was a, a great man and uh, they celebrated his life um, yesterday afternoon. Um, I'm sure they probably had a few beers too, so um, yeah, it was nice to um, be able to perform for the family, but just good to get a win. Nice no, thoughts. I've known the Marsh family for over 30 years, Roach. There's no, they probably would have had a beer. No doubt. <laughs> There's no, no doubt. doubt whatsoever. The old Swamp Meister mm. would have thrown a few down and yes. uh, sent him off in the right fashion, and Shawnee as well. Yeah. Um, just repeating, the nearest the pin, we've had a few texts about that. It was on the Crows game against Brisbane. Who wins by how much and how many disposals does Ebony Marinoff get? Well, it's been one from Hilly from Fulham Gardens. Uh, he picked the Lions to win by seven. They won by two. Yeah. He also picked uh, Ebony to have 23 disposals. She had 25. And as we told you on Friday, there would be a heap of fixture leaks this week or strategic announcements. Oh, like we had gather round on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Conveniently disposed of through News Corp on Saturday night. Today, the Northern Territory's had its turn. So there'll be three games in the Territory, and that's where they'll start Sir Doug Nichols' round. So it'll be Gold okay. Coast hosting North Melbourne, Gold Coast hosting Geelong, the first time they've played in the Territory, mm -hmm. and in Alice Springs, Melbourne and Fremantle, which is not an unusual matchup. Not, not unusual. There it is again. 
On Sunday, Darwin on Monday. Guess where tomorrow's fixture leak is? Tasmania. Tasmania, is it? Interesting announcements to come in Tasmania tomorrow. Well, we'll have them for you tomorrow. A text came through earlier, Rich. It said, Kimba and Rooch, have you heard any fixture leaks? I've heard the Crows will be taking on Richmond round two Thursday night. Well, it could be. I haven't seen the fixture. Yeah, we haven't seen be. it. So that um, would mean then Port's opening the season. Oh, yeah, Port would be round one. That would, under that system, wouldn't it? You wouldn't give two two consecutive games to Crows early in the season, would they? Well, they after could. the goal decision, right? Oh, <laughs> you think it could go that way? No, I don't think they should be rewarded for a decision like that. That is a bizarre theme, isn't it? Mm, um, oh, I just have to pre-read a few of these, Rich. We're nearly done. Anyway, we, oh, and oh, we expect the full fixture at the end of the week, too. Yeah, and it needs to get out. The sooner yeah. the better, Rooch. Oh, look. Not, against... well, not that we'll get the full, full fixture if you get my drift. We'll get the matchups, but not all the oh, we, timing. Well, I'm disappointed if they do it again up to round 15. You know they will. Well, why not just hold back on the last four? Yeah, not a bad idea. Mm. Here we go. Oh, we've been spotted somewhere again, Rooch. Oh, I think I spotted Rooch, Kimbo and Lady walking out of the equestrian club at 6am on Saturday morning. <laughs> Where's the equestrian club? Uh, that could be the establishment, Rooch. Oh, no, the, no, 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 yeah, down no. Down the Street. Yeah, no. no. No, Lady's loved up and, uh, no. and uh, I don't socialise with Rooch. I see enough of him during the week. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I didn't get invited to his birthday lunch so he can get stuff. Um, <laughs> did I say that? Yes, you did. Uh, I've just lost that text. Oh, I've had a number of texts saying, Rooch, against my better judgment, yeah. but I have yeah. poor judgment. A lot of people want to know, did Rowie send you a birthday wish? No, he didn't. Really? Not a word one way or the other. A card? No, nothing. A text? No, nothing. Hmm. Uh, Lockie sent through a text. Arvo, boys, the Crows fans need to be cheering Harrison Petty. Oh, this is in Gathering. Yes. Every time he touches it during that game, or will Melbourne not play him for that reason? Well, oh, no. They'll play him. The player has too much pride, but that was one of the funnier things when Geelong did that to Patrick Dangerfield. With they, all those stickers that they gave out at Cadinia yeah. Park, welcoming so he, him home the last season he played for Adelaide. Yeah, playing for the Crows every time he got the ball, all the yes. cat supporters cheering him. him. Bloody annoying, but funny, Rooch. Yeah. Yes. All right. He's a big chance for Adelaide in 2025, isn't he? Harrison Petty, big chance. Yeah, I think it'll happen. Uh, what have we got here? Nord is a terrible ground for football. <laughs> oh, I'm not reading that. Uh, terrible coaching by Doc Clark. Mm, we've been through that. Kenny Hinkley. I, I'm disappointed for a few Sandville clubs that made some pretty strong bids for Gather Round as well. I thought we might have got another Sandville venue this time round too. Yeah. Hey, this one says terrible coaching by Doc Clark. Kenny Hinkley proved for years that a plus one in defence loses big games. Uh, they did put Eloise Jones back. She was good when she was back there. I'd like to start a campaign to have Richie deported. Mario from Maslin's Beach. There we go. Can you think of a better note to finish on, Rich? No, but what location would you send me to? Another planet. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a warm one or a cold one? Thank you for putting up with us today. Uh, uh, we'll be back again to do it tomorrow with Lauren Arnell, Jake Lehman and Amanda Jade Wellington. Big show. Good night, everyone.